I'm Christian, and welcome to the Gemoir Leadership Podcast, a show where we talk about effective collaboration, influence, and leadership in an increasingly complex world. My interview partner is Dr. Dirk Schlimm. Dirk is an international leadership expert and the author of Influencing Powerful People. The purpose of this podcast is to share ideas and stimulate discussion, and it does not constitute professional advice of any kind. If such advice is needed, the services of a competent professional should be sought. The speakers, hosts, and Gemar International Incorporated are not to be held responsible for any use, misuse, or reuse of the content. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Gemoir Leadership Podcast. Just Dirk and I this week, we're coming off of two amazing episodes with Dr. James Awe. Dirk, that was an amazing time, I think. I hope that if people are listening to this now, that they listen to our two-part series on the channel. So if you haven't heard our two-part series with Dr. James, please pause this episode, go listen to those. It's well worth your time, and then come back to this one. So, Dirk, before I explain what we're doing here, why don't you just share what did you think about that interview? How was it with Dr. James? Yeah, I, I thought it was a great interview with uh, with Dr. James. And and what what's really uh, interesting to me is that Dr. James is a doctor. He is a um, medical doctor, but he he does work in a corporate uh, in a corporate environment. And so, if we talk about healthy leaders, um, that's that's our uh, that's our topic. He's uniquely qualified. To think about the health aspect, but also then at the same time to think about the leadership uh, expert, and this is why I thought it was uh, such an interesting, um, interesting uh, interview. Uh, Dr. James, um, he does many things, but executive uh, health is is one of them. So he will talk to a lot of senior leaders uh, as their physician, and and will really pick up a lot of feedback uh, from them. So so again, that makes him uniquely. Uh, qualified to talk about the topic of of uh, healthy leaders, um, but we're here. Uh, we I know we skipped your summary there, Christian. At the at the end, I know people are waiting for it, and then all of a sudden the podcast was over. So uh, this is why we're talking here. So I'm really interested in in your takeaways from from the conversation that we had that we had with Dr. James. Right, Dirk. Great, great introduction there, and good, truly a good way of putting it. So, if that's you, if you're one of those people who didn't listen to the interview, you just heard everything Dirk had to say about Dr. James. Truly, an expert and interdisciplinary expert. He brings health. He brings leadership. Check that out. But Dirk, as you said, no summary at the end. Here we are, and this is a bit of a first on the channel. We're going to give our off-the-cuff thoughts on the interview. We we talked with Dr. James rather than a formal summary with all of our notes. We thought. Why don't we just get on here, record a candid discussion, really give a behind the scenes sort of view on what Dirk and I are thinking and just a natural conversation. So get ready for a few more ums, maybe some pauses as we just work it out live, live recording our thoughts here. So Dirk, where where to begin? I have my notes from our conversation with Dr. James. And I think maybe, Dirk, I'll just get some more of your thoughts. Where we started with Dr. James after some discussions, some intros was that a key theme or a key principle we need to embrace and bring to our leadership is the idea that leaders, truly leaders, set the tone of a culture of health in their organization. So, Dirk, maybe the first question that struck me as as something important to take away, rather than pointing to specific HR people or medical people, it's the leaders in whatever position they are 
who set the tone for a culture of health. Is that something you've experienced, Dirk? Do you see the the wisdom there or maybe implementation? Any initial thoughts on that concept? Yeah, um, exactly, uh, Christian. That 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 is a key key theme here, and and this can be very uh, challenging as as a leader because if I just go to a doctor who is quote unquote um, a like say a a specialist uh, a doctor, this 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 could be any specialty. They they will just focus on that 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 health aspect and the the issue the health issue you 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 see them um, you see them with. Um, but but here we're, we're talking about um, health in the in the context of uh, in the context of work, and there is an immediate tension because as a manager as a leader you need to be demanding you need to expect performance um, of uh, of your people to get the things done that that you need to get done that you are being held accountable for, and um, at the same time you know if my people are burned out if they're stressed out there they will not be performing as well and so to get that right and have that um, on your mind how you do that right how you manage that tension between being a demanding you know performance driven leader on the one hand but then yet somebody who supports their people and supports healthy habits um, in their people that that is uh, what the real uh, challenge is and so this is where leaders set the tone and from my perspective they they need to set the tone that that everybody understands that we want both and wanting both is is hard we want leadership we want performance but we want healthy leaders and if you will healthy performance and so that that is indeed for me the first thing to set that tone in the right way and set it credibly um with your uh, with your people as a leader Eric, that, that's amazing and certainly very helpful to think about where initially we might be thinking that uh, performance and achieving goals, we might think there's a bit of tension there with concern for health and wellness. But as we talked with Dr. James, we really saw how those things come together and they just work together to, to bring an organization to the place where it wants to be in terms of, of success and teamwork and all those other wonderful things we often talk about on the channel here. So Dirk, I'm, I'm going to just bridge from there we talked about leaders setting the tone but something we picked up from james is that it can't stop at leaders that there needs to be i'll, I'll put it in my terms a trickle down effect of some kind where dr james was sharing how caring about wellness having strategies and tactics around health and wellness needs to be throughout the entire organization so it can't just be with hr it can't just be with the leaders but it needs to be the entire organization and i think that's where we introduce, introduce what I think is a key theme of that entire conversation, that being communication. So early in our interview with Dr. James, we started talking about how key to a wellness strategy that incorporates the entire organization is perhaps a strong communication of a benefits plan, which could be more predictive and personalized in terms of care. And that needs to be communicated to team members so that they can take advantage of it. So Dirk, maybe just some of your thoughts on that. Is that something you've you've seen, experienced, or how do you think that might be implemented? Anything you have to say about that? Yeah, Christian. So first of all, it's it's when you, when you mention leaders, you you uh, talk and have in mind the senior leaders in an, in an organization, but then we we also have the more junior leaders, and we we don't want to limit the the term leader to somebody who has at least X many people working with them. This this could be somebody who leads a small team, could be an individual who's trying to uh, lead across organizational boundaries. So we really want to look at the term leadership here in the broadest sense. Uh, 
possible. And then, yeah, middle management, always a huge challenge because on the one hand, you get the direction from senior management uh, and then you know, the people working for you, they're kind of, you know, bringing, bringing their concerns to you. And, and here you are in the middle uh, trying to uh, trying to make it all work. And that can be quite stressful, stressful. And and so um, what I picked up from from Dr. James is, yes, there can be big corporate uh wellness programs and they can be very very good um and uh, but then he said also they're they're small things and he he mentioned uh lunch and learns and and really bringing it into the communication channels that you already have right make it uh, make it a theme don't make it a, a standalone uh, a standalone thing and so you need to think about um i think about the message you uh, need to be clear how you can and want to support uh, people and then there is an, an ongoing, um, I think there's an ongoing communication effort that it's important that these tools are there for people um, to use. There's, there's, there's nothing wrong uh, with using them. On the contrary, um, they're here to help the individual, um, but they also help um, the company. And, and so this weaving it into the ongoing communication effort um, is is to me the thing that I that I picked up, and it doesn't always have to be a huge big thing. Uh, you know, it, it can be something um, that is easier to do. Is let's say bite sized, and and can be implemented by almost any organization. So you want to go back to the podcast where Dr. James is talking about those things, but that's something I definitely picked up there. Yeah, Dirk, I, I think that's fantastic, and I think just from what you described, and of course the conversation with Dr. James is seeing how. A culture of health really depends upon communication. And uh, one of the quotable quotes I think I think we got from Dr. James is the idea that people or team members, however we phrase it, are empowered when their leaders care. And you know a leader cares not when there's just words, but when there are actions and that communicates that you're in a healthy organization. And I think a healthy organization performs better, works better together. And that's what we're talking about here. But Dirk, we got so much from Dr. James. So communication was a first key point. Maybe a, a 1.5 or two we can briefly talk about is education. Education came up in our discussion with Dr. James and it ties in with communication, but maybe we could just talk about education a little bit, talk about how that leads into navigating a crisis moment. So maybe we could just dig into that a little bit. What sort of education steps can a business or a leadership team or anybody really take in order to better understand health in a company? What what do we think is key there in terms of education? Yeah, uh, th thanks, Christian. And and here it's to, to, to me, none of this is, is uh, overly complicated. I think Dr. James mentioned the, the basics of you know, eating well, uh, getting rest, um, exercise. I mean, th those things are um, uh, you know, um, unplugging. You know, don't don't read your phone in the middle of of the night. Don't don't check your email just before you go to bed. And there is some, you know, crisis that that you know now pops in at eleven o'clock or twelve o'clock at, um, at 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 night. And so so those things are very good advice. It's it's always he called it implementation. He called it uh, I think implementation science. How do we get people to build habits? I think building healthy habits. Sticking to those healthy habits, there, there are always exceptions. There always will be some crisis where, you, where you've got to do something differently. But if you don't have margin in your life, if, if you're always operating at full tilt with nothing else left, and then the crisis hits, then it's very hard to, 
to respond to that. So, so I think the 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 education, you know, we know the basics, but how important those basics really are. And sometimes we need to hear that importance from somebody else. So we need to hear it from Dr. James and say, I kind of knew that. Now I hear it from Dr. James. Now I really want to do that. So we're still in January, right? So we're still at building healthy habits uh, kind of kind of time. And, and so that would be um, that the education is not necessarily the, 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 the latest kind of research thing that comes out of some a uh, big journal of, of health or something, but no, no, we, we educate people on the basics and on the importance of implementing, applying those basics on a, in a consistent manner. I, I think that, that was to me the key, uh, the key takeaway there. Yeah, Dirk, that's so helpful. And one of the key takeaways, and we'll circle back to this later in terms of personal strategies, is simply educating yourself on the benefits of sleep is something that people might overlook where we're thinking work longer hours, that's better, but sleep is so important. So Dr. James really drilled that into me. And I think it's worth just educating yourself on those basics. We never graduate from the basics. We need those building blocks. So Dirk, maybe we'll get into a second point here. Uh, communication is key. So being able to communicate well, but I think also inversely, but deeply connected was the idea of listening well. So we got a few points on that. And I think the first major point that we had in terms of healthy leadership was listening to experts. So Dirk, maybe we could just share a little bit about that, listening to experts. Dr. James brought up how this was something he seemed to really learn uh, during his time working in global health initiatives. So when he was uh, based in Africa, we I think Uganda is where he mentioned, but he learned to listen well and to trust an expert. So maybe we could talk a little bit about that, how it might relate to building a leadership team, raising up wellness champions and, and different key themes that he brought up there. Yeah. And I think there I would take the, the point that Dr. James made even a bit broader because he, he mentioned some context, diversity of thought, right? You have different people, different skills on your team. And since you brought those different people with the different uh, perspectives into your team, into your company, now you have to listen to to the experts. And this is something I was um, in uh, Berlin, Germany over over New Year's and had the opportunity to talk to a, a very senior um, medical uh, um, medical official there who, who was involved in the management of the of the COVID crisis. And when we were talking, this was one of his really his his feedback that you're you're advising uh, politicians, but but they're not um, always not sufficiently listening to the uh, to the experts. Of course, there are other concerns. They have to integrate other perspectives, but you're still the expert. And, and that is so important these days because people think they can be an instant expert by uh, going to Google or, of course, uh, today going to, to chat GPT. But you, you cannot replace somebody with, with like Dr. James, 20, 30 years um, of experience, crystallized experience, somebody who's seen it all. He's seen how these things uh, play out. As I say, he's seen this movie before. He's he's highly educated. If, if you think you can replace that with a quick check uh, check on, on ChatGPT, that, that 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 is really not not how it works. And so listening to the expert, take the expert seriously, then be just as transparent that yes, I appreciate the expert perspective, but I also have to listen to other experts and other stakeholders because we are bringing dif different disciplines uh, together that that is uh, very very legitimate 
but we have to listen to 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 the expert and take what they say seriously. That to me was a key uh, key key takeaway. Yeah, One, wonderful, Dirk. So let's practice that a bit right now. We had Dr. James on, uh, on, and we are listening to the experts. And one of the things that we got into, especially in the part two of the interview, was we moved into discussions about personal strategies and tactics to bring to leadership to really form and maintain healthy leaders. We already talked about the basics. So eating well, sleeping well, managing stress was a big one, taking down times. But something Dr. James mentioned, and this is perhaps uh, moving up from the basics, was the idea of volunteering, that volunteerism is actually good for your health. So Dirk, maybe I'll just ask you now, is the idea of volunteering in the corporate world, the business world, the leadership world, being good for your health, is that something you've seen, experienced for yourself or or heard from others? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think to to add the the health benefit to it, that that to me was was really um, was really interesting. And so there are these corporate challenges out there where people will raise, raise money by riding a bike or or you know participating in a marathon. Those are good. And then it's also, I mean, people always think about, hey, you need to do some some uh, team building uh, event here. And and I have seen teams they as a team building they would have done uh, a volunteer. Uh, activity could be something big, could be uh, could be something uh, something small, and and that really you know you you have your team building, you're having some fun, uh, you're doing something good and helpful at the same time, and so I would give the the, the practical uh, advice you pass it on from Dr. James if if you will, hey, think of your next uh, team building thing that you want to do, maybe you can do something something like that. I think we got uh, we got some good. Uh, we got some good advice here from Dr. James. Dirk, I, I definitely agree. And with all those things, I think another quotable quote that ties in from basic healthy habits to volunteering is Dr. James is encouraging leaders to get your humanity back. That that was such a powerful line, just to really be in touch with the world around you. And that was a powerful thing. And of course, he raised his time in Barbados at the end where he got in touch with humanity, catching babies. I never heard that phrase before, but it's vivid. But that that was a, an amazing thing. And uh, learning how to windsurf, just things that you could do to, to ease your mind, to be a part of the world. And that is something you bring to your leadership. That's something you bring in those moments where that's how you prevent a crisis. Be in touch with your humanity. That helps you communicate, listen well, and take care of your own health. And Dirk, I think those were the three big points that really govern the conversation. But I'll I'll throw it back to you, Dirk. Any other things or concepts that just really landed with you or you think are worth repeating here again? Yeah, uh, I think so. And people know by now, right, that I'm your dad. And and so this is the conversation we're having here. And so I would tell you what you also said. So let's listen to the expert. He said, you got to work hard, right? If you're, if you're young, he said, have fun. But he also said, work hard. There is no shortcut here. There is no becoming an instant expert in anything. You got to Put in the time, you got to put in the effort, you know, and um, maybe the other parents here listening, thinking, yeah, I wish, I wish, uh, you know, that's a message I have for my children. Now you have it official from Dr. James, the health expert. We just said, listen to the expert. So we're asking the young people also, listen to the expert. You got to, you got to put in the effort. And so I thought how he got all of that in, uh, I thought was just amazing. And so we had a lot of fun on the call. So um, I would encourage everybody who who's just listening to this segment here, just listen to Dr. James. A lot of lot of good, lot of good insights there and a bit of fun also. 
Yep, Dirk, and and that that is well received. Worked hard, work hard, and that's something I'll take. If I don't want to hear it from you, Dirk, I'll hear it from Dr. James. So that that's <laughs> wonderful. So Dirk, final note: we talked a bit about it last time, but we didn't have time to hear from you. Dr. James mentioned that he enjoyed learning how to windsurf in Barbados. I mentioned just a, a number of things that I, I do for fun, but Dirk, we didn't hear from you. I mentioned rucking is something you do for fun. Is, is that still true even in our cold Canadian winter? Yeah, um, rucking, I think it's uh, it's it's something that I have uh, picked up and, and rucking basically means you take a backpack and you put in a weight and you're going on a you know, you're going on a on a march with your with your backpack, with your rucksack, and so that is a a fun thing to do. A great workout. It's it's easier on your knee than than running. It gets you uh, outdoors. So yeah, that's some that's a fun thing, uh, fun thing to do. You don't need any special equipment. You just go out the door, and there you are with your backpack. You know, wait from the gym in there. And rocking is is I'm not a doctor, not sure whether it's good for your health, but but uh, certainly enjoy it. It helps you burn some calories. It gets you outdoors, and it's less impactful on your joints than running. So it, it sounds like if uh, the right thing to do. But you know, before you start anything, get get medical advice whether this is the right workout for you. And then right. if it is, you can you can jump in. Wonderful, Dirk. Thank you. And thank you for the disclaimer. This is the Jamar Leadership Podcast, not the Jamar Fitness or Health Podcast. So just sharing what we do here. All right. Well, Dirk, I think that is a wonderful way to conclude our conversation. We really enjoyed having Dr. James on. We hope you did as well. I'm sure uh, no matter who you are, where you are, there's something you could take away and implement in your own life, in your own leadership. But Dirk, I think that's it for now. I think I like this, Dirk, personally, that uh, don't always need my little put together summary, but sometimes you and I could just chat off the cuff and truly share what we're thinking and truly share how we're applying it. So Dirk, what do you think? I think it was a fun conversation as always, Christian. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, yeah, um, look forward to feedback from our listeners, uh, what healthy habits um, they are uh, they are getting into. Right. And we, we do hope we do hear from listeners on that. Well, anyway, we'll we'll cut it there. Thank you, Dirk. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been the Gemoir Leadership Podcast. We hope that you'll join us again next time when we dive into another amazing interview. Until then, take care. Bye.